1: And good morning from Red Sea Roundup. Welcome, all of our listeners. Today, well, I'm Judy Como every day, but today I get the privilege of being your host for Red Sea Roundup. Very excited, such a beautiful day. God's creation is so amazing all day, every day, but it's wonderful to have some nice, cool weather. I'm in the studio, uh, just ask for a quick prayer right off the bat for some issues that we're having with the station, and uh, bless Dennis with some calm as he's trying to navigate that. So, because of that, I'm not thankful for the struggles, but I get to see and talk to Thaddeus this morning. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Judy, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing dapper. Thank you. That's not usually a word that's in my vocabulary. I don't know. I think I mentioned... How dapper you look today with your little... Uh,
0: that's, very, that's very nice of you, got very your, kind.
1: Got your sweater stuff going on yep. and enjoying the weather. Oh, just want to uh, welcome our listeners from all over the, uh, our listening area here in the Bryan College Station area. We're listening on KEDC 88.5 in the Brazos Valley. K Y A R ninety eight point three Central Texas and K I N F one oh seven point nine
0: FM in Palestine. In
1: Palestine, got to drive through that area last week as I went Did to you? Tyler State Park. Beautiful area. Um, enjoyed some uh, out in the nature. Had a little campfire.
0: I know you'd love to camp. I do. Is this is this good camping season or is well? This- or is it always camping season in Texas? We are
1: Barbie campers. We have RV, so we always are able to control the climate. We're not out in the heat or the cold, unless we want to be out there. So okay. we.
0: Uh, so you said Barbie camping is.
1: It's an RV, so we're not okay. sleeping in a tent or okay. roughing it or any of those kind of I things. I thought maybe
0: it was a comment about that you like to go camping and then barbecue, or uh, I wasn't well, I wasn't sure too, where you were going with that term. But no,
1: p- some people glamping or uh-huh. barbie camping more okay. okay. more than that. So, okay. uh, gotcha, that's great. It's a wonderful time. Uh, Keith got to have several days off in a row from work, and Deacon Keith, my husband, and I was able to. Just to have some downtime and prayer time, and you know, get to pray the rosary outside. It was really, really wonderful. Relatives uh, from Dallas, Corpus Christi. Uh, we have relatives that live in Tyler, so we just kind of had a little mini family reunion. Awesome! It was great. Awesome! It was great. Um, I'm happy to tell our listeners stick with us for the next second part, where we have a wonderful guest, Shira Helms, who is the executive director of the Elizabeth maternity home located here in Bryan, and uh, she's going to bring us up to speed on some wonderful things that are going on uh here in Bryan, and likely other things around other places in the pro-life movement but uh, we're very blessed to have her yeah um you want to kick off the session with anything or are you going to let me talk
0: Well, I mean, I think we should make sure that uh, we let people know. Y'all usually tell me
1: what I'm going to say during this time. That's not true. That's
0: not true. Uh, I do think we should make mention of the fact that we've got our two benefit dinners coming up November 17th here in the Brazos Valley. Well, I got brought up to speed
1: yesterday as I was spending time with our uh, assistant. Kathy Court and Mm -hmm. I got to spend the day together. So she told me some of these things. So give give us the inside scoop. Well, she was just saying that uh, both of the benefits are filling up. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in going, uh, I can't even tell you the date. Is it the seventeenth?
0: November seventeenth in the Brazos Valley at the Brazos Center in Bryan. So that's on Briarcrest thirty two thirty two on Briarcrest behind the uh, Target there, Mm -hmm.
1: and where I think we have. More tables than we usually do, and we have room, a little room for growth. I know we've got
0: 42 is... tables right Correct. now is what I had last heard yeah. for the Brazos Valley benefit. So, but his bottom line is like you were saying, if you want to go, don't delay. Get your ticket. Yeah. We can get you we a table. can work with
1: you. There's still room. Mm-hmm. And Waco as well. Yes, uh, I Waco think is the
0: next day, November 18th, mm-hmm. in uh, in tours, really? at, at the tours hall there. That's uh, two forty five Martin's Church Road mm-hmm. in uh, in West Texas.
1: Very exciting uh, speaker,
0: Father Simon says.
1: Yes, the Reverend Know It All
0: with mm-hmm. a big book on the coffee table. So he's a very he's a very lively, engaging, funny, but super intelligent, well read, uh, scripture scholar. I think he can speak. He can read and write Hebrew, Greek, Latin probably Aramaic too, probably some Which modern Which he likely languages. will
1: not be using those languages within his talk. Who, who knows? Who knows?
0: I mean, you never but, know. But
1: uh, what a great opportunity for those of us who have participated in Bible studies here and there. But And I bet we will have a always... QA and a session.
0: I bet there'll be a chance for people in the audience to ask questions yes. too. Um, but he's going to talk to us about um, reading the Bible and, and engaging with the Bible. So it's his it's his guide to reading the Bible.
1: Great. So the dates for that again are November seventeenth here in the Bryan College Station area. And kudos to you to, for saying Brazos correctly. And uh,
0: thank you. I've been here a little bit long enough to yeah. to know.
1: Don't you hear? Doesn't that hurt your ears when you're listening to commercials? It, it does sometimes make me. They say it does make
0: me kind of wince. <laughs> or Brazos. Yes, good deal.
1: Well, uh, this is an exciting time. So uh, go to
0: redseeradio.org/slash benefit to get your tickets or reserve your table
1: yeah i have bulletins from saint joseph delay and saint anthony in front of me and i think they both have uh they both have ways to yes for the the benefit on that
0: as well so thank you to those um, partner those parishes who are our partners yes in the good fight
1: uh, one of my favorite times of the year as we approach November and uh, the beautiful opportunity that November is the month of the Holy Souls. Mm-hmm. Next week, we have a Holy Day of Opportunity on November the 1st. You know, don't you always say, is it is it All Saints that's the Holy Day or All Souls is the Holy Day? How about if you just go both? It's a <laughs> But uh, All Saints Day, and Mm -hmm. I I could tell you the story, but I'm going to read it to be sure to cover everything and be a little more concise than that. But the month of November each year is dedicated to the commemorating those who have died and departed to their heavenly homes. It begins on All Saints Day, always celebrated on November the 1st, to remember all the holy souls who died and are believed to have entered heaven. As only some particular uh, popular saints have specific dates which usually go along with their birth date or the day that they passed away, mm-hmm. those feast days are for remembering them. This day celebrates and honors the many hundreds and thousands of holy souls who have entered heaven, and they don 't have a specific day to celebrate that, right. so that's right. the purpose. Uh, In most countries, this day is a holy day of obligation when holy masses are offered for the dead. And this practice goes back to, you want to guess, how long?
0: I'm going to say it goes back to the second century. The year 1261.
1: Okay. uh, When the church began to honor the martyrs uh, of this day. Later, all the holy souls who lived a life of extraordinary holiness on earth, also begin to be remembered on this day. November the 2nd is celebrated as All Souls Day to remember all the faithful departed. This practice of remembering all the dead is believed to be instituted by St. Odila.
0: I did not know that. Nor of Cluny
1: in the year 1030. Okay. So it's also an ancient teaching of the church. This month is dedicated to the holy souls who are in purgatory and are being purified. We who are here on earth can help these holy souls in their purification by praying for them. The church from the very beginning has always honored the memory of the dead by offering holy masses and prayers through alms almsgiving, indulgences, and works of penance undertaken for the dead. And my October show for as long as I've been doing... Red Sea Roundup. Usually, Terry Lipscomb comes in and helps me share our devotion. That's um, right. That's right. Uh, Saint Anthony's and Saint Joseph's has a wonderful tradition of going to the cemetery. This Sunday, the twenty ninth, Saint Anthony's is at eleven thirty, where they pray the rosary at the cemetery and walk around and bless the 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 graves. And Terry Lipscomb and I, as I said, share a devotion to the Holy Souls. And we're very blessed on November the 5th to be having, we call our little lay apostolate Soldiers for the Souls. So we are working and spreading the devotion of how we can help the Holy Souls. But on November 5th, November the 5th at one o'clock at San Salvador Mission Church out on Highway 50, uh, we'll be there praying. From 1 to 3 o'clock, we have a guest speaker, Mary Jo Lindsay, Mm -hmm. whose grandmother...
0: Friend of the apostolate. uh,
1: Very much. Thank you, Mary Jo, for your support of the radio. But uh, her grandmother, when she was little, had a vision as to build the church where it is. And it's a beautiful story. That Mary Joe's grace... A vision
0: as in a, a, a dream a or a supernatural of vision? A
1: lady. We believe it was the Blessed Mother. Oh, my. At the time, there were no churches, and you could only cross the Brazos River by ferry. Mm. And so it was difficult for the people of that area to yeah. come to church, so the priest would go. And they had masses just on the front porch of someone's home. They were out chopping cotton. <laughs> And this lady appeared to, wow, and said, you should build a home for my son. And so she's going to be there to tell the rest of the story from her own childhood. That's nice It's a beautiful story. Um, yeah. To, she eventually talked to the priest and all the farmers gave their first row of cotton and they built the church in six weeks. Wow. Which was, um, we've there's a historical marker and... It's a beautiful country church. So we'll be there. We'll share that story. Um, I may know a deacon who's going to be able to expose hmm. the Blessed Sacrament. I know why we'll you have, would know that. We'll have benediction. But we'll pray the rosary for the holy souls. We'll do the stations of the cross for the holy souls. And we'll end at three with the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. So you can check out St. Joseph's website or their bulletin uh no need to RSVP. All are welcome. Spread the word.
0: Okay. <sighs> Thank you for that. that made Thank me you for that bread. wonderful story about um, the origin of San Salvador. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that story. Yeah.
1: Well, my goal is That's to get beautiful. her to come on the radio and talk about it. But it's, it's very dear to her and uh, understandably emotional. So this is a great first step. I've been working on her to come on the program and talk about it. As well,
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, Judy. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, Can I get a quick plug-in for uh, Victory Sports?
1: Yes, I was gonna. That was my next thing. I said with Red uh,
0: Sea's Catholic Youth Sports Initiative, Victory Sports. We are wrapping up our football and volleyball season. Our inaugural football and volleyball season for uh, kids ages. grades one through six, it's hard to believe that I'm saying we're wrapping up that first season because it's been so long in the the making of of pulling it off, you know? So uh, now we're getting ready to um, have basketball after the first of the year. So we have registrations going on for basketball until October 31st through October 31st. So uh, still... We encourage you to go to victoryyouthsports.org and to sign up for girls or boys basketball. Get your children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, neighbors, friends um, that are in those ages to play basketball and where you're going to um, have a great experience.
1: Yes. Well, we debuted the idea of Victory Sports one year ago at the benefit and um, gosh, how it has grown in our minds and... Uh, opportunities for and so thank you to our listeners and our uh, generous donors who've made all this possible
0: amen and hey i wanted to jump in and tell people tomorrow night we are broadcasting saint mary's magnify event with father mike Schmitz live so tune in to thaddeus and i introducing that broadcast tomorrow night at 7 50 p.m
1: i heard that on the radio this morning stick with us two minutes See the earth
2: and wave world on the shoulders. I can
0: see scars in buried. I
2: was dead in the grave.
1: Welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. Today, I am here in the studio. It's such a beautiful, crystal clear, Hail Mary, blue sky out there today. I'm so excited to meet Shira Helms. Um, I, I love doing this show. I love being a part of it. I'm very blessed to have been it. But when someone approaches me and says, hey, you got to get this gal on the radio, blah, blah, for the reasons behind that, and which happened a month ago, and... Uh, Thaddeus and Dennis will attest, I rarely have my guests lined up a full (laughs) month ahead of time. So uh, welcome, Shira. Thank you. So glad to meet you. Shira is the executive director of the Elizabeth House Maternity Home here in Bryan. And uh, what a blessing it is. We we are living in a very joyful, joy-filled time in the pro-life world to be experiencing this. And I just think that we... We who are pro-life and work, Day-to-day need to step up our game And we're in the process of right. seeing that come to So welcome, Shira Thank
2: you, thank you for having me I'm, I'm always excited to talk about our mission And what we do and, and how we help these ladies And help promote pro-life
1: Good, good Well, uh, <laughs> I think that a lot of times We assume our listeners say Oh yeah, I know about that But th- I right. think that there's probably a lot Who don't know about the maternity home And maybe you could catch our listeners up On sure. how this came to be here
2: In okay, I'd be happy to. Um, so when Planned Parenthood closed, um, I believe in 2015, a group of Christians in the community. They got together and they said, you know, how can we help these girls um, who would have gone and possibly had an abortion? How can we help them? How can we save these babies? So they opened the maternity home. And um, basically what we do is anytime in the, their pregnancy until six months after they can come stay at the maternity home, um, the girls that come are required to work and or go to school. Uh, They're constantly working on um, parenting classes. They have a curriculum that they follow. uh, Parenting, um, they have breastfeeding classes, uh, they have natural family planning classes, um, anything and everything to help them when they leave our home to be productive members of the community. Mm -hmm. Um, Often, girls come to us and they've never had their own room, they have um, never had a kitchen to cook in. You know, they they come to us and and there's one story that's one of my favorites is Mm -hmm. we had one of our graduates um, who actually has graduated from a college program and she is doing amazing now. Uh, She she said when she got to the Elizabeth house, um, her bed had a headboard. And she was so excited. She had never had a headboard in a room before. So she thought, you know, she's like, wow, I feel so grown up. I feel so lucky to have this. Um, And so it's just really exciting um, to see the growth in these ladies. Um, That's amazing. (laughs)
1: Well, I uh, not to oversimplify, I mean, just to say, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to open this maternity (laughs) home. The time and the planning and the investigation and everything that it took right yes um, was quite a ordeal to do that I want to remind our listeners that uh, Shira is here live in the in the studio today and we would welcome and love to have uh, someone call in with a comment or a question and you can do that by calling 855-683-7332 just to give us a shout out or say hello Um, that would be wonderful and Questions, comments, and different yes. things like that. So, um, the first home, I'm saying the first home, the first leading home, into yes, the second home, was opened <laughs> when? Um,
2: 2015 is when it opened. Um, and then we yeah. saw an increase in calls after the overturning of RV Wade. And this was just recently. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I did a poll on calls. And in like three weeks, we had 28 calls from girls. We had 12 info forms come in. And we were our house was full. We can service four ladies and up to two of their children under the age of six. Um, so To
1: each? Yes. So, I could each mm-hmm. house, so there could be eight, eight kids yes. in the household at yes. one time.
2: Um, and so we started getting these calls and, and, you know, turning girls away or putting on a waiting list when maybe this is the moment they absolutely need someone. And other homes and other areas had waiting lists as well. So we met, the board met, we met, we prayed, we prayed a lot. And um, we met some more and then... The board said, let's do this. Let's open another home so we're, we can save more lives, basically, and help more women. So we opened our home about a month ago, and it was immediately filled. Um, it took a lot to get all of it together. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul, uh, Terry, uh, mm-hmm. said, come on out. Let's help furnish this home. And um, it's amazing. The home is amazing, and it's it's just wonderful to see um, the girls' faces when they come in and they're in a, a real home and they feel loved. Yeah. Um, and
1: these calls come in from all over the all nation. Over. Yes. Uh, I think...
2: We um, had a girl from Alaska um, call us. Uh, she was trying to escape a situation and um, she was afraid that the father of her child would try to do harm to her. He would wanted her to have an abortion. And so she sold most of her things and came to us. And while she was with us, she finished up her last year of college. Um, she had her um, undergrad. And so she graduated from our program and is off doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. So, so um,
1: how, how, let's just say someone listening or someone who is listening knows of someone who is in a, a, a situation to to need, how would they go about Finding the maternity home, contacting you, and tell me just a little bit about what the application and okay. uh, again, as you said, we're full right now. But
2: mm-hmm. um, uh, with that idea, well, so they can. We're on Google, so they can Google us. That's how a lot of girls find us. And um, you can also go to elizhouse dot and um, we have a form there. That's um, our info form. It says, you know, women needing help. If you need help, then you uh, register through there. You you sign in, sign up, kind of give us a little background information. Mm-hmm. And then the, our intake line also is listed as well. So the intake line can be called. Um, and then you'll talk to our program director. And then um, from there, an applicant they'll fill out an application and we review it and set up an interview if we think that um, we'll be able to help.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So the ball for the new home was rolling. I, I know y'all's benefit fell mm-hmm. close to that. Right. Was that...
2: It was Happenings in the works already. Yes, it was in the mm-hmm. works. It wasn't um, open yet. Uh, we opened it, I believe, the week after banquet mm-hmm. um, is when we were able to open and and get some girls in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, And we have a couple of girls graduating. So we do have some openings now um, if there's anyone out there that knows of someone that could um, benefit from what mm-hmm. we do.
1: Yeah. And... Um I mean everything's about money. I'm not Well, yeah, we are non-profit. <laughs> um, but kind of take me through what has to fall into place for this New home Finding the home um, Right Do we buy the home Are we renting the home um, um, Right now
2: we're renting The board um, Went on the search Looking for The home That would fit our needs And they located one And um, worked with The owner The landlord um, He had a, a heart For our ministry So um, They were renting it Both of our homes Are rented um, And so Basically It's it's getting that Set into place Once that's done um, um, it kind of all falls into place. Um, God has a, an amazing way of helping and, and showing us what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we have to furnish it. We have to get our furniture in, um, bedrooms. Um, we get those decorated, which um, I had a huge hand in decorating the new house, and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. <laughs> to decorate. Um, for me, you know, when we get girls in that um, haven't had their own room before, uh, when I decorate the rooms, I think to myself, you know, what would I what kind of room would I want, you know, uh, or what would my my teenage daughters want? So it's it's wonderful to see their faces when they have this room and yeah. that's been made for them, basically. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have been to the original and mm-hmm. helped with uh, some of the coming yes. together of all of that kind of things. And it's it's really much more than I could have imagined. Um mm-hmm. We uh, we have a lot of wonderful programs going on here. We, uh, two months ago, interviewed uh, Catholic Charities and mm-hmm. Diane Jetter, who's uh, working with the Gabriel Project and the right. Walking with Moms and Walking with Dads. And um, we—I um, think that in the pro-choice world, Catholics especially get a bad rap. Y'all just don't, you know— don't want to kill the baby, but aren't doing anything to help them, which couldn't be further than the truth anyways. Mm-hmm. But um the Holy Spirit's alive and well mm-hmm. and living in the uh, pro-life movement, especially mm-hmm. here uh, in the Brazos Valley. Um, Father Brian at St. Mm-hmm. Joseph is just on fire. And uh, yes. t- again, Terry has been a part of the pro-life movement here mm-hmm. in It's one of my dear friends. And so through conversation with her, he was just like, we need to get a maternity hotel. Right. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, from your lips to God's ears. But, you know, there's a little more. We don't just stick them in a room. It's a a day-to-day and um, the workings of our mutual friend Mary Lou who mm-hmm. suggested that has is a volunteer there so yes. let's talk about ways that we can help the maternity home. People may be hearing about this for the for the okay. first time. Aside from open your checkbook and right, write right. that, which is the best way. <laughs>
2: well, right, we always we always love you know monetary donations, but um, there's so many other ways that people can help that we need. We always need volunteers. Um, you know, you can go and sign up through our website uh, elizhouse.com, and that sends an email to us. Um, there's a training; it's a 10 to 15 minute training to be a volunteer. Uh, But what we need, the ladies need rides um, to their appointments, to their jobs. Um, We also need babysitters. Uh, We do have, um, you know, children in the house as well, um, besides the pregnant moms. And so we need babysitters for um, our, you know, our classes that they have. They have classes Monday night. Tuesday night is Bible study. So we need uh, babysitting for that. Uh, We also have a thing called Fun Friday, and that is sort of a break from their curriculum. And it can be anything. A group can come in and they can do board games. They can do, um, we just recently had a a Fun Friday where they made Halloween gingerbread houses Mm -hmm. and decorated cookies. Um, It could do, bring movies or a spa like nails, um, anything at all that you could think of. That's kind of a break and it helps the ladies with community. And, and you know, just kind of enjoying themselves and kind of taking that break from um, their everyday um, activities. Um, mm-hmm. Those are some ways that we definitely need. We also, um, we celebrate everything. Um, sometimes uh, most of the time actually um, the girls come in and they've never had a birthday party before they've never been celebrated so we're big on celebrating at the house and celebrating their achievements so we do birthday parties and um, we will do baby showers and so when that happens we usually do a um, a send out through our listserv to the email and then we have drop off location and that's at um, the brew connecting point has been amazing and they let us have a drop off location at the brew coffee Coffee house um, and so people drop off the gifts for the ladies for the um, baby shower or for um, even their graduation from our program. So we're big on celebrating and loving these ladies as much as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you said that there's classes on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the different the classes that are uh, going uh, we on. do
2: financial planning classes. Mm-hmm. Um, when the ladies, is that come- the
1: Dave Ramsey?
2: Um, uh-huh. No, I don't. We have done that before. We have a lady that comes in that helps with mm-hmm. that teaches the classes Um So the financial planning, when when the ladies come to our house, they're required to work and or go to school. So they keep 70% of their earnings in a savings account, and then they are allowed to keep 30%. And then they also do accountability. And so that way, when they leave our home, they have a savings. Um, So they can do things like pay for, you know, the deposits that they need when they have their apartments. Um, So that's one class, the financial planning. Um, I have um, had... um, some self-defense classes, the Brazos Valley MMA um, is amazing. And so they will help with the self-defense classes for the ladies. It empowers them, helps them feel safe. Um, we do um, the breastfeeding classes um, we have had uh, what else do we do um, resume writing I mean basically anything and everything mm-hmm. that can help them um, they do mock interviews you know things like that that um, that they might not know about how to do so um, we just have this this rolling curriculum Um mm-hmm prenatal postnatal childcare I mean everything right. uh, nutrition we have nutrition glasses too and uh, do the ladies typically stay for f- the full six months mm-hmm. that they're allowed is that they do they typically stay because they're, they're they need that extra support um, we have had some that you know they've they've graduated their other from their college program um, and they feel like you know I i, I I'm good, you know, and now we do um, have extended case management that the ladies can sign up for and a lot of them do, especially if they stay local. And so basically what that means is they still are in contact with our program director slash case manager, um, who is amazing. Um, and so Do they live on site as well? Does someone else um, live no, on site? No, we don't have anyone that lives on site oh, at, um, at one time, I think Right, at one time they did And mm-hmm. um, now they, we don't um, She's there every day, though So
1: there's another bedroom
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> there is um, And so they extended with extended case management They just, um, sometimes they You know, they come to Bible study still um, They just still maintain this relationship With the home to, to help them
1: Yeah, um, well, I accompaniment and mentorship is is so important mm-hmm. in evangelization everywhere right. no matter what you're talking about mm-hmm. um baptism classes marriage prep mm-hmm. different things within the life of the parish um is so important and so the people who volunteer likely form relationships right. mm-hmm. um i know that again my, my friend mary lou who yes. has um I mean, she's a volunteer she, like no awesome. other. She's amazing. And, <laughs> she really uh, is. But how important that is, um, I, don't, I don't think I think about it enough to say, um, and, and it's not always a 15-year-old who got in trouble, made a mistake, bad right. decision, or that. It's likely other, uh, it could look different. Mm-hmm. Than just that And uh, the importance Of the volunteerism And the right. relationship uh,
2: It is And the ladies um, You know It's it's so I don't even know How to explain it, it I, I get so emotional About it sometimes Because the ladies All these people Love them And so They are just Blown away By the fact That they're loved Um you know, I think I, I tell, I, th- I have this, one of the graduates I still, I go to have coffee with, um, and, and she, she told me, she said, you know, one of the most difficult things for us when we come to the Elizabeth House is accepting this unconditional love with no catch. And she said, you know, in our backgrounds, with our past, people have loved us, but there's always been a catch, we felt, but with the Elizabeth House y'all love us and there's no catch. And I said, well, you're right. The catch is we want y'all to be successful and we want y'all to be, you know, understand that there is love and we want you to have that love and to be able to give that love to your child. And that's just, to me, that was just a wonderful, it was a wonderful thing to hear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was the the gift that we give them. Absolutely. So (laughs) you've always been involved in the pro-life Aspect of
1: uh, well, I've uh, always
2: been pro-life. Yes, uh Um, I grew up here. I went to St. Joe's um, before they had a high school, (laughs) so way back (laughs) in the '80s. (laughs) Um, And so, yes, I've just always been. It's always been a big um, part of my life. Mm -hmm.
1: so when did your passion and your career come together? In uh, how to, Tell me um, what that looked like.
2: Well, I, I have. I went to college to uh, be a teacher, and I always had a passion for behavioral kids. I, I loved being in there, and. Um, you know, when I, when I was in the classroom, I didn't finish my certification, but when I was in there, um, I just saw that, you know, here are these kids that sometimes come from homes where they're not, they're not loved and they don't know what love is. And so that was just sort of a passion of mine to show, to show that there are different things out there that anyone can better themselves. Anyone can go to college if that's what they want. And so with the Elizabeth house, I, I was I had I was a stay at home mom for quite a while and then I came back to work I'm still a stay at home mom <laughs> although my baby's twenty four <laughs> I know that <laughs> you know how that goes um and so i worked at I worked at a m for a while and then I saw this opportunity and I thought to myself, you know here I can I can do some something from my heart and kind of put together all these things that I've been doing in my life and and be in the pro life movement and just um, be able to help and so it just fit uh, really well and it's been such a blessing. Um, it almost doesn't feel like a job because it's it's so wonderful to to help people and help these girls and show them love and to show them they're worthy and to show them that God loves them just like we all do. It's, What's
1: What's the hardest part of your job?
2: Oh wow, um, the hardest part, I think I would say is is there's not enough hours in the day mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to to do everything, um, and the. I, I would say the hardest part that we had, and as we, because our program director is is in the house every day. I'm not in the house every day. She's there, uh, boots on the ground. Uh, we did, we, we had a mom who um, delivered her baby early and the baby didn't make it. Oh, and Lord so she, Wendy um, and I were driving to Temple to be with her because she didn't have any family. And so, you know, it was hard when you have this mom who, has dealt with this and to ask us, you know, why did this happen to me? I don't understand. So I think that's hard. Um, is when something like that happens and and the pain and trying to help with the pain. Um, I would say that would be the most difficult part yeah. of it.
1: Well, that question just popped into my head, and maybe <laughs> I could have given you some preparation oh, no, it's for okay. that. <laughs> um, yeah, my. I recently became a grandmother for the mm-hmm. first time uh, in August, and my second grandson will be born in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my—that's my oldest daughter, Lindsay, who mm-hmm. had two miscarriages. And again, when you have family, and right. you know it's tough enough as it is, but uh, to have experienced that, so mm-hmm. what a blessing I'm sure yes. y'all were to her. Yes. Um, again, we can uh, talk about. As a volunteer, an hour a week, uh, five hours a week. I mean, I'm sure there's opportunities for as Um, much as. um,
2: So what we do is we have, um, it's called the care calendar. And so our needs are put on the care calendar. And then once our volunteers are trained, they are given access to that care calendar and they go on. And basically we let the volunteers say, okay, what do I have going on this week? And how much time can I give? So it could be um, usually the rides. I mean, maybe an hour. Um, it could be if it's a fun Friday. Those are typically two hours babysitting, you know, several hours. Um, so it just really is um, usually an hour or so a mm-hmm. week. Um or it could be more if you wanted to pick up rides, you know, daily. That's always needed. Um, and so it just we leave it up to the volunteers to look at their schedules and say, OK, I can help this much this week. Um, and so it could be anywhere from an hour to three hours, basically. Yeah, excellent. I want to mm-hmm.
1: remind our listeners that this is a live show and we would welcome a call or a comment, uh, possibly a question or a way uh, to help support the Elizabeth home and you can do that by calling 855 you think I'd know that by heart wouldn't you 855 683 7332 and um find that so the care calendar is just like a sign up genius
2: it is it is it just shows um, each need on there and you uh-huh. click on it and then you can sign up so so um the
1: monetary support for this comes from the benefit? Um, Um, The benefit and
2: then our donors. We have, I am always in awe at how how just generous our donors are because we are donor based. We're a five hundred one c. So we rely strictly on all of our donations. Um, we have our annual benefit, and that this year we did really well, and so we were able to sustain the new home from the benefit. Um, and so, but with two homes, you know, we always we always need donations. Always need money. Um, but every day, when you know, just furnishing the home, or when we have um, a graduate that's moving out, we'll send out notice that you know we need to. Furnish her home as well and I'm just blown away at just how generous everyone is and and it it makes my heart so full you know whenever we I see that outpouring of support it's um it's just amazing. And then when the ladies are so surprised and we're like, what, well, this is for me? How, why were the? you know, I'm getting this? Oh you know? my goodness. And so to see their faces, um, it's, it's just wonderful. Um, we also work with, um, we have a dentist in town, um, Dr. Nager, who helps us with our ladies. He volunteers his time to help with their teeth um, if they need anything. And um, one of our moms, um, you know, she had, some teeth issues and and he fixed them and I had um, I was there with her because she had a, a, her newborn son and so I was babysitting so he, <laughs> she could get the tough job teeth, I know <laughs> so sweet such a sweet baby um, and so when we got in the car you know she's looking in the mirror and she's looking in the mirror and I said she's like Miss Shira and I said yes and she's like my teeth are so pretty now and she was crying and she's like thank you so much I, I just never thought my teeth would be okay again and it was just so amazing to see that that just it's just amazing Um, I could talk forever about it because these (laughs) girls just are so wonderful and they come to us Mm -hmm. and I love I love seeing the results um, Mm -hmm. and how's the
1: interworking between the Elizabeth House and some of the other uh, 40 Days for Life. Uh, St. Um, Vincent de Paul, Catholic Charities, are. is there a... Yes. Inter-
2: uh, mm-hmm. So we also offer the ladies um, counseling if they'd like counseling when they come to us. And so we work with Catholic Charities on that. Um, 40 Days, um, they're amazing. So they're some of our big supporters. Um, so they've donated some like furniture items and things like that. And, and anything that they think or they refer people, um, we work really closely with them. Uh, we work with Hope Pregnancy. Um, and we work with Aguiland Pregnancy Outreach. Um, so we're all sort of intertwined together to work on, um, you know, if they have a lady or if we have one that um, is open to adoption, then we work with APO on that. Hope Pregnancy to have proof of pregnancy. We work with them. So it's wonderful to be able to all of us, all that are pro-life, kind of connect mm-hmm. together and work together um, to just to benefit the, the ladies that we help.
1: Great. Well, I know you brought a testimony to uh, to share with us today. Uh, I read like this. At our, I
2: did. I read it at our banquet. So um, if you weren't at our banquet, then here it is. Here this is. <laughs> so this is a letter from Mama T. She says, before I came to the Elizabeth house, I saw no light. I was an addict with no way out. I had destroyed my relationship with my mom and my 10 year old son. I ended up giving up my rights to my son through CPS because of my choices. I was arrested and I spent time in jail. This destroyed my record and I lost my license. I had fines and fees that I thought I would never get paid. I was living in a trailer which was infested with possums and rats. I found out that I was pregnant and I wanted to keep my son. I had no idea that the Elizabeth House was going to be the answer to all my worries. I now have an ID, social security card, my driver's license, and I received a car from on-ramp because the Elizabeth House sponsored me. I graduated in September and moved into my own place. Best of all, I have my son. I believe that God blessed me with him to show me the light. My son has a story, too. He was born with craniocyst. This means that a soft spot fused together and left his brain limited room to grow. He had surgery, and thanks to God and all the prayers and support, he is doing great. The time I have been in the Elizabeth House, I have grown so much. I didn't know that life could be so good. Thank you, Elizabeth House, and everyone who has made this possible. Wow.
1: Yes. That's beautiful. How how affirming (laughs) uh, for that. um, And... Would you have an idea of how many women we've
2: helped over oh, the, over the gosh. years? Uh, um, I I don't, offhand, I mean, I would say eighty, mm-hmm. um, maybe more. I'd have to I have to pull. Ah, just, I have to give my program director. <laughs> <laughs> she has the answers to all. That's that. why we pay her the big bucks. <laughs>
1: uh, wonderful, but uh, just to just to hear that testimony um, of. The fruit of all of our labor actually right. um you know when the body of christ comes together mm-hmm. and uh shows up yes <laughs> it's a, a wonderful thing so uh in the closing of the of show let's kind of circle back to the okay. beginning and give our listeners uh some contact information sure and how to um Volunteer okay. different different ways okay. that our listeners can help.
2: Um, so, if you go to um, elizhouse dot that's our website. Um, you can see the place to donate. There is a button to volunteer. Um, and there's also, if you know of someone that needs help, you can also go to that website as well. It also has our contact information on there. Um, Google, if you Google the Elizabeth House, it um, will pop up there too. Uh, so um, if you, we would love some support, I'd love to see more volunteers and um, more donors come mm-hmm. through. Um, and that's the way, that's how you can go on there and find out more information on how, what you can do to help us.
1: Yeah, um, as we uh, talked about. Excuse me. Um, The drop off. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's let's talk about some specifics there, because like I said, that just really uh, we all are busy, but we Mm -hmm. all have uh, I'm not a lot of us have the call to help in ways Mm -hmm. that uh, and to me, when I got that email and Mm -hmm. even if uh, you go through the sign up genius of the different Tell us about that Um,
2: So we always need um, Cleaning supplies For the houses Um, We always need diapers Um, We need uh, What else We need Uber cards Um, If there's a time That a a volunteer Does not pick up A ride for our ladies uh, We let them use An Uber card To get home from work If we're not able To provide the ride Um, HEB gift cards are great Um, When we have ladies That come to the house um, They may not have, be able to get on um, their support to go to grocery shopping so H-E-B gift cards are great and um, uh, sheets like we need new sheets um, we always when we have a lady graduate we we replace the sheets with new ones um, so we have full size beds um, right now I'm right now I can tell you what I need mm-hmm. I <laughs> uh, we need a, a computer for both houses um, that's where it's a community computer it's where the ladies fill out job applications um, right now we, we don't our one at the house is, is very slow um, and we don't have one at all for the the second house that we open. So that's a a large need that I need right now um, in the home. But all of those things, um, they can be dropped off at the brew coffee house that's connected to Connecting Point Church. Um, uh, the computer might, you might need to email uh, our info line for, I don't know if that could be dropped off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, we also need um, bassinets and cribs. Um, those are always good. If you have any questions on donations, um, you can always email me at director at elizhouse.com. And um, I can, I'll reach out and let you know if that's what we need or not Mm -hmm. as
1: uh needs come about we usually
2: send them out through the emails or we'll post them on Mm -hmm. our website too um you know it just depends on we'll look or we'll do an inventory um you know and say oh we need more of toilet paper you know toilet paper is always good to get to um so just it's your daily needs. Yeah, and everything. it's really daily and then, needs. I think
1: the email mm-hmm. that came to me was about a, sp- a baby was about to be born. Yes. and, and So, so it was kind of an online shower mm-hmm. kind of
2: a thing. We do that. That's very specific. We'll give the ladies um, a list, you know, a wish list um, uh, or their baby shower list. And then we send that out through our emails as well. Mm-hmm. So and then that goes to a sign up genius so they people can select on that list. Right. Typically when
1: uh, a mom... And baby graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, do they seldom stay here in the area or are they?
2: No, most of them stay in the area. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've had a few that have gone back to their home um, and where they, came, you know, their city that they came from. Um, but the majority of them do stay in the area because they make community. They yeah. make community at the church that they go to and with our volunteers. So they really love to kind of stay here and um, and just still be a part of this area. Is
1: there a follow up? program or it's
2: our extended case management and all of our graduates are invited to come to bible study um on tuesday nights and most we we most of them do go Mm -hmm. to the bible study and so and then they also work with our case manager if they sign up for that case extended case management i believe that's like three months um longer but you know even if they they need it they still um will you know maintain Mm -hmm. that community with us right
1: so what is the the case management um, what does that look like?
2: That's mostly just you know uh, t- discussing their finances, discussing how they're doing. That's. I think I need a case. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can tell you, uh, Wendy is amazing at what she does. She mm-hmm. she also does our Bible study, and um, it's it's just uh she her Bible studies just speak um to the girls, and it's always at this. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just reaches out to them, and they're very interested, engaged, and um, it's wonderful to see. You know, sometimes the girls haven't had, you know, the Lord in their life, and and so the Bible study will get will definitely um, kind of change their mind on that because mm-hmm. she does such a wonderful job on it. Is it um, usually
1: they're usually um, whether they have a relationship or not? They're open
2: to oh yes um it's you know sometimes they'll come in and say well you know um," but the they'll attend the bible studies and they see just kind of how it's how wonderful it is and then they they end up having a relationship with Mm -hmm. god and going to church um that's another beautiful thing to see um it's very heartwarming to see that
1: Mm -hmm. and uh they go, mm-hmm. the weekends, yes, um, they go to church on the weekends. Yes, they go to
2: church on Sunday. Usually
1: accompanied
2: by someone,
1: or um,
2: it depends. So, so we let them pick the church that they would like to go to, and we usually will. Um, we'll have a volunteer. We'll know someone, and so they kind of have that person. You know, our volunteer that'll take them to church, and so that's kind of how they build that community with the with their volunteer that mm-hmm. will help them get to church and home.
1: Yeah. That's. A it's just always
2: more than you could ever even imagine
1: to know about it um continuing so do the two homes uh interact Is there? are yes uh, yeah. so How that...
2: so we we offer bible study we'll we get volunteers to take our girls that are at the secondary home over to the primary home so most everything is done at the primary home at our first home um and so they they're always they interact and and so um they attend the classes together so.
1: yeah do y'all have to deal with um I know there's like a anonymous um the the girls have anonymity to stay yes. there and mm-hmm. uh, let's let's let our listeners know a little bit more about how we do that and why we do that and different things and um, uh,
2: so they our house is our um, undisclosed location. They're considered a safe house. Um, sometimes the ladies are, you know, getting out of it, a bad situation with the father of their child, and so in order to keep them safe, um, the houses are not disclosed. When the ladies come to us, they turn their location off. They know that they don't just. Dis- Close, you know where they are to anyone that would make the home unsafe Mm -hmm. so um we also that's why we refer to their you know we don't use their names we don't post on social media now some of our ladies they'll they'll be fine they'll say yeah sure you can post my picture it's fine um but we always get that you know some say no they prefer not so we always um honor you know their confidentiality and that's part of the volunteer training is to the confidentiality of our ladies in our home and to always respect that with them
1: Um, Mm -hmm. is there uh do you know i have no idea i'm sure there's maternity homes in other areas uh um are was there like a mentoring of how to do what to do Um, kind of a thing i do Do know that
2: i do know that with there, they did get with um i believe it was guiding star yeah, and yeah. there was a certain setup on how it was going to look. Um, I'm not as familiar with you know when it was started and what they did with that. I, I know that um, the way we are set up, we have met with multiple and helped set up other maternity homes because mm-hmm. they've come to us and they they like our structure. They like how we, how we ha- do things and, and what we do. And so we've met with several um, that have started homes um, and kind of used our basis for mm-hmm. their
1: <laughs> and y'all probably... Say someone calls, we don't have an opening. Mm-hmm. You have avenues to yes. Uh,
2: so constantly working with other homes. So if we if we're full, or if another home is full, then they'll refer. We'll refer to each other, um, and you know a lot of it's dependent on um, you know where if the girl wants to be in that area, or where, and you know, or how desperate, or what she needs. Um, so we we do work with the other homes and referrals. Yes.
1: I guess it's kind of a revolving door. Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, because they don't all come there on the same day And then get out at the same day So there's, uh, it does kind of ebb and flow Mm -hmm. With the uh, needs And then when is it usually filled pretty quickly?
2: If um, it is. We, hmm. we normally fill pretty quickly. Um, we do have a process. It is about a two-week application process. Um, you know, once they fill out the application, we review it. We schedule an interview. Uh, we do background checks on the ladies that come in. Um, and then we, we just discuss it. We have a pretty extensive intake process. Um, you know, our goal is to make sure that the ladies in our home are safe, that they can be in community safely with each other, um, and that our volunteers are safe, and everyone and you know everyone around is safe, so we do an extensive um intake process for mm-hmm. our ladies um, so and
1: it, you say it takes about two weeks usually mm-hmm. it
2: takes about two weeks normally it's waiting on it's the interview process and then waiting for the background check to come back so we can review that and go over that
1: mm-hmm. well, that's amazing um our time has really flown <laughs> by uh, is there just another personal story or another testimony that you might would want to close um, the show out with or um,
2: you know I, I can say that um, when our ladies come to us you know they um, oftentimes are very they' I don't want to say broken but um, they're when they see what we do and that they support um, you know I've had a mom that has come to us before and you know she she didn't know things that we just Take for granted, right? So, you know, she, we were talking about food and and putting it away and not leaving it out. And she said, Well, I didn't know that. I've always been fed scraps. I've never been able to Mm -hmm. cook for myself before. I never had food until I came here. And so um, it's just a blessing whenever you know that you're changing lives and not only are you changing our ladies lives you're changing the life of their baby because they come to us because they realize that how they were raised or what happened in their past or the abuse that they had to endure they don't want that for their child so when they come to us they have that love and that the in their in their well in their womb <laughs> you know in their heart and they we're changing two people's lives because that child that they're having They are now going to give that child the best life possible that they didn't have. And so being a part of the Elizabeth House, um, no matter how that looks, just know that you are changing lives and you are giving these these women love and support and the knowledge that, um, you know, that they're. They're daughters of the Lord, and so it's just a wonderful thing to be a part of. And I've been blessed um, beyond belief just being able to be a part of it.
1: <laughs> That's so beautiful. And I've re- involved in youth ministry for 20 years, mm-hmm. and the weekend, weekday uh, come together from all different avenues. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean our experience is the perfect experience, right. but you you really do have to step out of yourself and experience. Mm-hmm. Someone else and the, yes. the walking with And the mentorship mm-hmm. Accompaniment is just so important In our lives uh, Sheer, thank you so much Thank, thank you. you, continue God's blessing on you, you. And the uh, Elizabeth House Maternity yes. Home uh, All of our <laughs> listeners And just thank you uh, listeners Who are donors and find ways To continue in the pro-life movement Not only here But wherever you are go and make disciples. Yeah, thank you. Since you
0: wake up.